wrong. That's uh, um, not in the book. I hadn't heard that in a long time. That's a really good song. When was the last time that you knelt by your bed? I tell you, that'll bring brought tears to my eyes. And um, sometimes you can see a little better with tears in your eyes. You know, I, I, I sit over here and looking up that way, it's too much for my neck. So I look over here, and it's a little blurry. But when I had tears in my eyes when that song was going on, they kind of helped focus. You know, it was kind of like a like a lens, I guess, so I could actually see them better. Sometimes you can see a little bit better when you've got you've got tears in your eyes. I'm glad each and every one of you are here today. I see some visitors in the audience, and I appreciate your presence here today. And you are our honored guest, and you are welcome back at any opportunity. We would really love for you to be back with us. But I, I look out across the audience, and and I, I don't see them here today. I don't think they're here today. So let's talk about them. I would like to talk this morning about the they family. The they family. Oh, they're an old family. Not quite as old as Adam and Eve, but they were certainly their children. If the they's had been around, Adam and Eve might have blamed them. But they only had each other to blame, literally, and the snake. The they family has been the cause of so much trouble in the world. Oh, oh, it's terrible what they have done. And they're such a big family. Everybody knows the they's. You may have ran into them lately, and you know firsthand how much trouble they cause. Have some of you never heard, have you never heard of the they family? Some of you have never heard of the they family. They've caused so much trouble because of of what they do. Do you want to know what they do? Do you want to know? This is between me and you, okay? This is just between me and you. But the they's are the biggest gossips in the world. The days are the biggest gossips in the world. They've been the biggest gossips in history. How do I know? They told me so. I know them. So do you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you, show you a picture of them here in just a little bit. I've got a picture of them. I'll, I'll show them to you here in just a little bit. I want you to see the they family. You may recognize them. The they th- family is extensive and they're, they're everywhere. They love today's society. The they family does because what they do best is not just mouth to, to ear anymore. No, we live in a society, our American society, where gossip is big business. Last year, the New York Times ran an article that estimated that the gossip business earns about billion a year in the United States. That's billion with a B. Not only are they good at their job, but some of them are rich because of it, aren't they? 
$3 billion. Think of all the printed gossip columns. Think of all the, the supermarket tabloids that you have to stand in line at the grocery store or at the market and you're, they're just in your face, aren't they? Radio stations have the, the daily dish where they dish out the gossip every morning before you go to work, right? The internet is full of gossip. You know, a big chunk of that three billion are the major players like, like TMZ. A lot of you have heard of them. TMZ, a, a, a gossip group. Or smaller prolific players like, like Topics. You know, each community has its own Topics website. Some of you know what I'm talking about. It's a Topics website where everybody can, in the community can gossip about you. All somebody has to do is say your name and a flood of information will come right or wrong, true or false, about you. Did you hear that the they's are rumored to even be assassins? They're tough. You hadn't heard the worst of it yet. You hadn't heard the worst of it yet. They go here. Do. They go here. They will ruin us if we don't do something. Their brand of hurt will ruin, destroy, and separate this congregation. Just as they have hurt, ruined, destroyed, and separated families, friends, lives, reputations, the they family are gossips. They tell or listen to uncomplimentary, degrading, libelous, hateful things about someone else with the wrong intent or purpose. The Bible calls the they family tale-bearers. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 16. And God can't stand them. The they's will rumor and talk about the personal life of you and others and they won't leave out any sensational or intimate detail. They're talked about all through the Bible, the they family is. They're talked about all through the Bible. They're called by various names. And as families do, they have many of the, the same characteristics. Let me tell you what they've done. Oh, it's terrible what they've done. They try to, they try to hurt people. try to hurt people. They tried to hurt Jesus. Jesus knew them. Jesus knew what they were capable of. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 verse 19, He said, The Son of Man came eating and drinking and they say, Look, a glutton and a winebibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. They just wanted to hurt Him. That's what gossips do. They just want to hurt they will say anything to hurt, and it hurts as much as a punch. It really does. If you've ever been the target of the gossip of the they family, you know exactly what I mean. They've ruined people. You know, I remember my old roommate in Nashville. When I was going to David Lipscomb University, I lived in a duplex. Marty was his name, tall fella. Nice guy. He was a songwriter and a piano teacher. Marty wrote for Word Records. In fact, his, his Twyla Paris song, if you, if you know anything about 
the Christian music scene, Christian music genre. Twyla Paris is a big name. He had a song that Twyla Paris recorded, and it was up for a Dove Award. He was engaged to a supermodel. You know, I'd come home from school and there'd be somebody famous in the living room all the time. He and his fiancée, they, they were buying a, a home in Bell Mead. I mean, he was rising. He was shooting to the top. In, in, you know, in, in Music City, he, he had made it. He was a nice guy, like I said, and he, he volunteered a lot of his time. He volunteered his time to the Big Brothers of Nashville and one of the boys he was mentoring accused him of molestation. Marty lost it all. The boy finally admitted that he had lied but the damage was done. The supermodel was gone. The house in Bellmead was gone. The word record contract was gone. The Dove Award was gone. Even the piano teaching was gone. James says in James chapter 3, the tongue is little, but it's like a great fire. It's unruly evil. It's a deadly poison, and it kills trust. It can assassinate and destroy, and that's what, that's what, Paul, was, that's what Paul was scared of. Paul was scared of, uh, of it ruining the, the uh, Corinthians. Turn over to 2 Corinthians. Paul was afraid of them being destroyed. And he speaks of his fear in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He speaks of his, he his fear and why. Beginning in verse 20. For I fear lest when I come I shall not find you such as I wish and that I shall be found by you such as you do not wish. Lest there be contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, backbitings, whisperings. That's Bible talk for gossip, if you didn't know. Conceits, tumults, lest when I come again, my God will humble me among you, and I shall mourn for many who have sinned before and have not repented of the uncleanliness, fornication, and lewdness which they have practiced. They were there. Did you see that? They practiced these things. They fam the they family was there in, in Corinth. Gossip, backbiting, whisperings. They're, they're unclean. Oh, they're terrible. The they's, did you hear? Did you hear what it said? The they's all have the same dialect. They, they whisper. You know, for a bunch that talks a lot, they sure are quiet. That's what they talk like. They whisper. They've hurt people, ruined people, destroyed people, and they've, they've separated people. Separated people who used to be close. Proverbs 25, verses 23 and 24, it says, As sure as the north wind brings rain, a backbiting tongue brings an angry countenance. Backbiting is to say mean things about somebody when they're not there. That's what backbiting is. And if you found somebody had bit your back, wouldn't you be mad? If somebody came along and just bit your back, wouldn't that hurt? What if they bit one of your children? What if they bit your spouse? 
What if they bit one of your church brothers and sisters? The angry countenance is charged to the, to the backbiter through gossip. Just, just something about it. There's something about gossip that makes everybody's countenance low. It makes your countenance, your expressions, your, your facial and mental composure, it makes it sour. Back to Proverbs 25, verse 24. In fact, it says it's better to live on the top of a house than share a house with a contentious woman, one who wants to fuss all the time. And, and that maxim could go for men too. <laughs> Couldn't it? Gossips have an angry countenance and they drive people away. Why do they want to live this way? Why would a person choose to live like this? Hey, it's a family business. It's a family business. It, it's, it's part of the entertainment business. They know how to push our buttons. They know we want to be entertained. They know how close to idolatry they can push us. They know we want to be entertained, even if it's at someone else's expense. We want to laugh at the Lindsay Lohans. We want to laugh and poke fun of the Michael Jacksons. They know how good it makes us feel to feel superior. It's gossip, pure and simple. When we tell or listen to terrible things said about somebody with the attitude of entertainment, it's gossip. I was guilty of this the other day. I was. I DVR'd a crime show about the Winkler killing. You remember the Winklers? Dan Winkler, he was one of my instructors in preaching school. And his son, you remember down in Selmer, Tennessee, his, his, his son was killed by her wife. She shot him in the back in the bed. You remember that, don't you? It was about six, four or five years ago. And they had a, a crime show about it. I DVR'd that. I taped that. I couldn't wait to look at it. I couldn't wait to see it. This show was set up for pure entertainment Pure gossip, pure entertainment, and I took the bait. They know we love to be entertained. They know we love to have our ego stroked, don't they? Some people are perverted. They laugh at you when you fall from grace. When you get run down, they get built up. They sometimes gossip, sometimes gossip for revenge. When they have been wrong, they love getting something on someone that they can tell and get revenge on them. They whisper the lie, the half-truth, or even the truth. You know, sometimes why tell a lie when the truth is even better? They love to gossip because of spite and hate. These are the motives for revenge, spite and hate. It goes to the heart. Jesus said in Matthew 5.22, If you're angry with your brother without cause, you are in danger of judgment. Doug, that song you sang this morning, Angry Words, was spot on, brother. It was spot on. They don't want to help. They just want to hate. They just want to be angry. 
And sometimes they gossip, and to me, this is the cruelest reason of all. They gossip for just no reason. Because it feels good. In the South, we have a saying that we can talk about just about anybody as long as we say, bless their heart. Right? As long as when we get through talking about them, well, bless their heart. Makes it all right then. The Proverbs speak to all of these reasons why they gossip. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 18 says, Whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. Proverbs 16 verse 28, A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. Proverbs 26 verse 22, The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles. I love this one. And they go down into the inmost body. It's like, it's like these, these, this gossip, it just gets in their mouth and it's just, mm, it's just so good and it feels so good going down. And it feels so good coming back up. And it tastes good. Feels good to gossip. To hear that juicy tidbit. To tell that thing you just heard. To run off with it before anybody else knows about it. But if you're on the other end, it hurts, doesn't it? If you're on the other end, it hurts. Brother Gene Taylor wrote that a gossip can destroy a local church or make its work very difficult. One man, he said, on a bulldozer can pull down a house in an hour that took crews months to build. All the good work done here at Fountainhead can be undone by one good gossip. All this is done because there's an absence of love. There's no love involved. There's only entertainment Perverted egos, revenge, spite, hate, just for no reason at all. That's just the way they are. Right? It's just the way they are. You want to see what they look like? You want to see what they look like? Let me start at the back back here. Now I'll bring it forward. And everybody can see what they look like. All right? Let me show you what they look like. I'm looking at them right now, and they're a good looking bunch. You see what they look like? Do you see? Do you see what they look like? Do you see them? Do you see? Can y'all see over there what they look like? Do you recognize anybody? Do you recognize anybody? Do you think they need help? We want to help. How can we help? How can we help? What can we do? Many times they say that's why they gossip. They're just trying to help. Know this. Understand this. Every time information is exchanged, 
It's not always gossip. Okay? There are some people who cause division or are false teachers or are troublemakers and they need to be marked. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 14, and we're not to associate with them. Others must be warned concerning these types of people. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 14 through 15. But many times there, there are lies that are told that should have stayed in the mind of the teller. And we can help by not associating with this type of person. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 19 says, A talebearer reveals secrets, so don't associate with one who flatters with his lips. And you know this person. You know this person. They come to you with someone else's, else's problem, right? They come to you with somebody else's problem because you're wise enough to, to help. But really they just want to tell gossip. The easiest way to avoid gossip is to not associate with gossips. That's the easiest way. Train your mind to recognize these and stay away from them. Don't, don't be an audience to gossip. They're tricky though. This family's tricky. So a lot of times the best thing to do is just go to the person being talked about. And ask them directly. I hate rumor. That's what I try to do. When I, when I first came here, a local preacher was written up very badly in the paper. He was misquoted by the reporter. And, and, and many in the community, they believed the printed page. I called the preacher and I asked him if what he said was so. He said, thank you for calling. No, that wasn't so. I was misquoted so badly. I learned then before I gave an interview, someone I trusted would be in the room with me. Brother Shockley, you were in the room with me that time the, you and Brother Parker were, that I was interviewed. That's a loving attitude. That's a loving attitude. To go to somebody that you've got a problem with. This is the essence of Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. If you have fault with somebody, go to them. There's no meanness in me when I say this. Understand this. I, I love you. But, and there's no meanness in me when I say this. But the preacher is not the clearinghouse for information. Please stop treating me that way. Understand this. If you tell me something, expect me to ask the one that you're talking about. Just go ahead and expect it. I'm not the pastor. But know that if I cannot bear the load of what you have told me, and I believe our elders need to know, I will tell them, so that they'll, and they may verify things with you. But I'm not an elder, I'm not a pastor, and that's why God gave us more than one, so that they could share that load and bear that load of, 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 of many of the terrible things that they have to hear. One man shouldn't have to. The loving attitude is to be a peacemaker. That's what we should strive to be, our peacemakers. We should go at anybody that tells us anything with the attitude of, I'm going to help the situation, not make it worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. What can I do to help? 
not to injure or hurt or hate, but make peace whenever we can. Go to that person being talked about. When, when you tell the talebearer that you're going to go to that person and verify what they're saying, the talebearer many times will stay quiet. But watch out because you may get bit in the back too. We can also help through discipline. Proverbs 26 verse 20 says, Where there is no wood, the fire goes out. And where there, where there is no tailbearer, strife ceases. Church, deal with problems quickly. Deal with problems quickly and efficiently, and then the tailbearer doesn't have time to work, you see. Drag something out for a long time. And there'll be backbiting enough for everybody. No wood, no fire. No gossip, no strife. It's that simple. We can help the situation by truly repenting as well. Let me tell you a secret. The they family, they are, they are we. I hope you've understood that analogy. They are we. We know them because they are us. We are all guilty. Every one of us are guilty of gossip, tail-bearing, backbiting. We tell tales over and over for, for some reason trying to get more and more people on our side. I guess we're more, you know, we think if we've got more people on our side, we're more right if we've got a lot of numbers. It says in Romans chapter 3, verse 10, there's not anyone righteous. Verse 12 no one does good. Verse 13, Their throat is an open tomb. Their tongues practice deceit. Poison is on their lips. Verse 16, Destruction and misery are in their ways. Verse 23, We are all sinners. We have all fallen short of God's glory. And you don't have to be a part of this family. You don't have to be a part of this family. Turn away and, and gossip no more. You don't have to be in this picture. If you see yourself, repent. Repent. I do. I'm the first one down the aisle this morning. I repent of my sins of gossip and ask your forgiveness. If I've hurt any of you, I'm sorry. Or repent and be baptized. And have this sin and all your sins washed away, Acts 22 verse 16. They may talk. They may talk, but we don't care. Come right now, as together we stand and sing.